Well, we're going to hear a little bit about a very special place in France now. And that place, of course, is called Taizé. is the beautiful sound of the Taizé bells. Well, Taizé is a very special place in a little village in France and for since World War Two, actually, people have been travelling to this um, place of pilgrimage. It's an ecumenical community and we are delighted to have in our studio tonight Father Jerry Carey, um, Mark Nestor, Darren Kinsla and Kristen Smith, who are all just home, I think, about two weeks now from Taizé. So you're all very welcome to the programme this evening. Thanks, Joanne. Thank you for coming in. Jerry. 29 years later. 29 years later. Yeah. yeah. How, where did your love begin or how did it all start for you? It all started at the end of a, a postgrad year and uh, those who would know how I was feeling around that time doing a postgrad wasn't exactly on my to-do list. But we take this promise of obedience to a bishop who <laughs> decided that I needed to do further studies. But at the end of that year, uh, a friend of mine, Julie, asked me would I go to Teze. And after several times saying, no, because I didn't know what Teze was, where it was, what was involved. Uh, persistence won out. A bit like today's gospel, really. And um, eventually I said yes. And I went, kind of begrudgingly. And while I was there, I fell in love with the place. And I think something inside me also fell in love with what it had to offer. So the following year, we brought a big group. And again, I thought maybe I'd get two, three, four, five years maximum a cycle and then just suddenly you know peter out and the opposite has happened it has grown in popularity um, from bringing a group from across the country then across the diocese now the group is coming mainly from the Ennis and its environs there's so much desire here there is and and the age profile came down which again it kind of books the trend a small bit you'd imagine uh, to be harder and harder to get young people to come to to, on a pilgrimage but in fact I started with 25 year olds and now it's down to 17-year-olds. Wow. And I, I just mentioned it, it all began back around the time of the World War and the brother Roger, yes. uh, who was a Swiss Protestant. A Swiss um, Lutheran. Yeah, yes. Lutheran. He crossed yeah. the border with a, a, a dream, a vision, yeah. that he wanted to set up a community that would break the, bo- the boundaries put up by different Christian churches. That was his big aim, to, to form what he called eventually in, his, in the rule of Teze, a parable of communion that story of how to live together and concentrate on what brings us together rather than what divides us. And that was always his big aim. And pretty soon afterwards, he invited young people. It became a place that really is yeah. largely about young people, even though you can go all ages. Absolutely. But it, and at the beginning, that wasn't exactly the, their intention. He wasn't sure what the intention would be. That evolved. And it became very clear to them very early on from the 50s and maybe late 50s particularly that people were coming to Teze and it, it became a place where young people came to search, have conversation uh, about the things that maybe they couldn't converse with their peers in their own place. So it, that's, that's what's happened ever since. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have um, two, we have three young people uh, in the studio tonight. We have Mark Nestor who, uh, um, who 
is now a leader and would have gone himself as a young person when he was a student in St. Flannan's here in Ennis. And we also have two students. One is from St. <coughs> Flannan's currently, and that's Stern Kinsley. And we also have Kirsten Smith, who's a student going into Leaving Street next year in Close to Worry here in Ennis. And Kirsten, maybe you tell us about a typical day in Taisy. It's not like a day here in Ireland at all, is it? It um, begins with that sound that we began the interview with, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, the day would start very early. Uh, we get up around half seven as morning prayer would start around ten past eight. So we'd make our way up to the church to go to morning prayer. And then once that was over, we'd head over for breakfast. And mm -hmm. breakfast is very simple food, but it was just exactly what we needed to help us start the day. And once breakfast was over, we would go to our jobs. And once we get to Taze, everyone is assigned their own specific job to do. There's no staff, is that right, in Taze? Everyone. everyone pulls yeah. their own part, you know. Yeah. And once that was over, um, it was midday prayer and so you'd make your way back up to the church for that and after that you'd have lunch again very simple food but just what you needed and after that you would have um just a couple of hours to yourself you know you can go around talk to people do your own thing and then you would have bible discussions wow. at quarter past three mm -hmm. and you'd be split up into your own groups first you would hear um some parables and then you get split up into your groups and you would discuss what was being discussed at the discussion. Yeah. How many were in these groups, the Bible discussion groups? Um, there's around like five to ten people. And I believe it's you wouldn't be in a group with just Irish people. Is and that right, Kirsten? People from all over Europe. There was German, Swedish people, some people from the Netherlands. So yeah, you'd get to hear like everyone's experiences and you'd make really close friends with these people in your and and also you wouldn't necessarily be with Roman Catholics you were with Christians from, from all yeah. different churches yeah, yeah. Um, did you did anyone tell you what church they were from in Europe or um, yeah they mentioned a few yeah, yeah. and uh, and then what happened after that um, after that you would get a small snack just to keep you going and then you'd have a few hours again to yourself just to do whatever you need to do um, queue for the showers I hear. yeah yeah <laughs> And then... No on sweets and taisy, is that right? No. Tell us about the, the basic conditions that are out there. Um, we shared a dorm with 12 people, so mm -hmm. we'd all be in bunk beds, and the room was pretty small, but it was just what you needed for sleeping. It wasn't... No one really spent time in their room. Everyone was usually outside, you know, talking to everyone. And it literally is just bunk beds and yeah. maybe a socket if you're lucky, maybe uh, a charger. Uh, two sockets between 12 people. Between 12 people, so. right. So a lot of sharing and taisy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then at night time, there's a, a place where young people gather. Is yes, that right? it's called the Oyak, and they'd go there after evening prayer. And basically, everyone would come together, and we'd sing songs. And they had a shop there, so you could buy food if you wanted that. Mm -hmm. And you'd all come together and just hang out with your friends and the people you met there, and just sing and dance and play games. There's loads of like Taze games there. Very good. So that's very fun. And Kirsten, you're back now a fortnight and I know you were looking forward to it for a long time and you were yeah. going to monthly Taser prayer and Russ Levin in preparation. Um, but what did you make of it all? What was your impression? Um, it's such an amazing like community there. Like Everyone there is so friendly. And what I've taken from that is like just to be more open and friendly to everyone around myself and just to welcome everyone. Wow. Then there's something to learn from everyone in the world and yeah, to be exactly. open to that yeah and Darren if we could get you in there um, Kirsten mentioned a few times there is it three times you're called to prayer during the day yeah three times a day we'd be called and just like the bells he heard there at the start 
they would ring about five minutes before prayer started. But if you wanted a good seat, you'd be there a good 20 right. minutes beforehand. <laughs> and just you... explain to people about the seating arrangement in the church. Well, I wouldn't call it a seating arrangement because <laughs> there was no seats. There's no seats, yeah. But um, no, basically, it was just a carpeted floor, very simple. It could fit up to 3,000 people if all sections were open. And yeah, just basically sitting down on the floor, singing along to the chants that were there. It was very simple. Um, a brother would say a reading during the middle of the service then that would be followed by maybe five minutes of silence, which really helped us to reflect on what was said and what to think about during the day. And I think the prayer brought everybody together because it was the only time when everybody in Taze would be together. And it's something we all shared in common over <coughs> there, which really helped the community sense that you feel over there. Wow. And uh, was it difficult for 3,000 people to stay silent altogether? What was that like, the moments of silence? Surprisingly, it went very well. People. Yeah. I think because everybody went over for the same reason mm -hmm. and everybody was like-minded so everybody took it seriously and when it was time for silence everybody respected each other and it just worked out perfectly. Okay, um, thank you Kirsten and we ha we also have Mark Nestor in, you may know Mark's name, he's recently elected councillor for Fianna Fáil in the Ennis Municipal District. So Mark, you, you first went to Taizé as a 17-year-old when you were a student here in Ennis, is that right? That's right. The first year I would have gone was in 2009. I had just uh, completed my, my leave and sort and uh, I said I'd, I'd take this mad notion, I'd take the first steps on my own spiritual journey and I went off as a, a young lad to, to Taizé with, with Father Carey and I've been back now a, a number of years, a couple of times as a teenager but I've gone back now the last few years as a leader right. to the group. And how did the 17-year-old old young fellow inside in town what what encouraged what inspired you to go to Taisy had you heard about it had you well to be fair as a young lad like a lot of other people I was brought to church and my and my parents they, they began me on my spiritual journey but um look I suppose at that age having friends going had a huge part to play in it mm -hmm. I suppose that was the main reason why I went the, the, the first year to, to tell the truth but after that then it, I just got such enjoyment out of it the first year that I had my mind made up that I, that I would go back a second time and a third time as a young adult and then thankfully I, I was asked to go back as a leader a number of years later and so you've been going back now uh, on eight years almost. Um, yeah. What what difference has it made to your life? What kind of an impact does it having been and experienced Taisy? Well, given the way the world has gone now, it's we we all live in a very hectic lifestyle, and I think um, the way the group goes over right in the middle of the year, it's a great way to actually split the year. It's a great way to go over to, to relax, to, to recharge the batteries, to come back and to try and take on the following six months of the year, right. as you mentioned. Uh, newly elected councillor. I had a very busy start to the year this year, so the break to Taser was very much welcome. Right. So, yeah. and, um, and then from, you know, being a councillor, does, does your faith have any, you know, impact or on... Do the two meet at all, faith and politics? They do, I think, because when, when we listen to, to Christ's parables and, and we, parables and we hear different stories, like, nowadays there are huge problems in our society in terms of homelessness, in terms of poverty and I suppose in terms of violence these aren't things that started today or yesterday we hear them going back through Christ's parables as I, as I mentioned and it's a case of trying to bring the two together as, as an elected representative you're there to try and help the people that are most vulnerable in society I suppose the very same way that Christ tried to help those that needed it so your faith encourages you to be a servant absolutely, and to yeah. serve those less well off than absolutely, yourself. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. To try it when he was young. Yeah. What is your first two months like being councillor? Very busy. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> very busy. Um, what We've asked the young people what's a, a day like, uh, 
day like in Taser? What's a day like for a counsellor, a typical day? Or is there any such thing? I don't I don't think there's such a thing as a typical day because you're you're meeting with various different issues every day and it's just a case of trying to represent the people as best you can. Um, Always people on the phone? Uh, the, the, the phone is a very important part of the, the life of a counsellor. Very good. Well, we wish you the best of luck, Thank Mark, you. in that. Um, so, um, Jerry, we mentioned that, you know, the young people don't just arrive in Taisy. A lot of preparation goes into this pilgrimage mm-hmm. to make it a success. Yeah, and it's, 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 it, the feature for me really is the lead up to the, to the trip. It's not just a 10 day trip because we do the seven days in Taisy and then two nights in Paris on the way back. Mm-hmm. So you could, the outsider could think, OK, it's a 10 day trip to France during the summer and not, not allow their minds to go beyond that. But the beauty about this, the way it has evolved, is that I have the names already uh, coming together for next year's potential trip. So we start, come September, we'll start again with our monthly gatherings in Ross Levin on the first Thursday of the month. And the beautiful part of that is that we'd have, you know, between 45 and 50 young people coming together and sharing the experience of the prayer as best we can do it with just that number, given we, when we get to Taze, we'll be joining about two and a half, three thousand people, uh, young people from all over Europe. But it gives a sense of the context, that it's, it's about something maybe other than just uh, being in France, having, thankfully, we've been lucky enough, sunshine, uh, sharing uh, accommodation. It's about accommodating, being accommodated rather, and being welcomed by a community of brothers, of about 100 brothers who are from ecumenical background, from all the, the, the countries and the, the continents of, of, of the globe. Um, they've committed their life to Teze, and now they've committed their life to welcoming young people to share in their, in their parable, their parable of communion. Mm-hmm. And Terry, you might, um, we're going to play a Teze chant mm. now, you might introduce this particular piece for us. It's probably one of the better known, Bless the Lord My Soul. Um, it's one of the, again, the chants, the prayer form in Teze, as, as the girls alluded to, um, it's quite different from what we'd experience at home. So it's, first of all, it's all sung. And they're all one line little mantras that are repeated. So it, it, it's meant to seep into your very being, which I think it succeeds in doing. Now, naturally, when you're living in Teze with um, multi-denominational, multinational people, we're going to be singing in different languages. But the book always gives you translation into English. But this one is one of the ones written originally in English. And it's, bless the Lord my soul and bless God's holy name. Again, maybe appropriate for the day that's in the gospel today was about, you know, the the prayer that Jesus taught the disciples. And it was the first element of it was, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. So it's blessing the name of the Lord. So this might give us a little hint of what it's like.
And that was Bless the Lord, my soul there, one of the chants from Taze. Mark, you went twice as a young person and then Father Jerry probably approached you and asked you, would you go back as a leader? What's it like? What's the difference between being a leader and going as a young pilgrim? Um, I suppose overall there isn't a a huge difference in that you experience the the, the same number of prayers as the the young adults would going. Um, I suppose there are a different number of responsibilities. So over the last couple of years I was given the the lovely job of trying to sort the accommodation. So uh, Kirsten mentioned earlier on there of being one of 12 in a barrack with only an adopter for two so I'll gladly put my hands up and say that that was my fault and also this year the the night we landed um, Matt is in my strong point and I actually miscalculated the number of beds I had received and thought I was actually down one so there are some responsibilities there, all right. But it worked out. It, it was worked enough out. Beds, there was yeah. enough beds for everyone. <laughs> no one yes, had yeah. to share a bunk. No, yeah. no, no. Okay. Um, and you know, we played a Taze chant there. What's it like for you in the church, Mark? What does it mean? But in the Church of Reconciliation and Taze? Well, as was as was mentioned earlier on, there's a, a, a piece during the prayer. It's of a five to, to maybe seven minute silence. But um, I have a very bad singing voice. So the, the prayer three times a day is just normally a, a 40 minute period of silence for me to obviously I take in the chants and the, the, the wording and the different meaning of the chants. But it's a time for me to reflect on what is being said and what message, message is being delivered. But the people that sit around me are delighted at the fact that I actually don't <laughs> sing. So um, there'll be, yeah. be a huge it, gap around it's me. It's amazing even to listen to the brothers. Yeah, yeah and Their chant, you know, absolutely, they're yeah. such powerful singing and yeah. the vibration of it does, as you say, when you sit in silence, it does actually reach yeah. into the depths of your being. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Yeah. And um, during... Um, you know, you you were lucky enough to have gone on pilgrimage as a young person to Lourdes last year. So you were saying during the break there that Taze um, is very different to Lourdes. How, how would you compare the two? Yeah, the two now are very different in their own ways. Last year, I did get the chance to go out to Lourdes. And for me, I got great self-satisfaction out of it. Being able to go over and help people who are less fortunate than you and make these bonds with people, it just really helps. And it, puts perspective on life that how lucky some of us are and then going out to Taze this year as Mark said earlier on it is a break in the middle of the year and especially for me this year I set my leave insert finished it just a week before I went out and the break was well needed and it did it really did reset me it recharged my batteries as was already said time to self-reflect look at what I really wanted and it did help a lot and I'm sure you're no different to any other teenager and teenagers are compared are sometimes instead of them they never have their thumbs off their phone and they're always you know looking online and on Snapchat and whatever is there time for that in Taisy there's time for it but you don't want to do it because okay. as Kirsten said earlier on it's a community out there and the last thing you want to be is in your room on your phone because there's you something down, better than yeah. your phone on offer. You sit down, and I must, one of the best memories I have of being out there was we were doing our jobs, and it started pouring, and us being the Irish group there <laughs> had to go out and sing and dance in the rain, <laughs> and I think it must be my favourite part of it because it really showed how much of a group yeah. who didn't know each other all each other seven months earlier on but we became such good friends over there that we just didn't care okay so it, it, the phones kept very much down yeah. down the line yeah, exactly they did not yeah. matter at all yeah. <laughs> maybe and, a few pictures and since you've come all. back during what what difference have you noticed any difference in yourself after this experience i have i find i look at stuff different now i'm able to think more and just realize just think more to myself as i said that minutes of silence it's a brilliant thing that i have brought back with me just to think 
think about the day and think about myself because it, it's the only chance you really do get to check in with yourself mm-hmm. as you were seeing with phones and everything mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. just gets cut yeah. up the importance of time yeah. quiet time recharge the battery so you learned that that's wonderful and Kirsten you were lucky enough to spend some time with Brother Jean-Marie will you explain to our listeners who Jean, Brother Jean-Marie is uh, Brother Jean-Marie was our um, he was assigned to us yeah. and we the brother a, yeah yeah, yeah. He, we met with him on Friday evening, all the Irish people that were there. So there was our group from Ennis and there was a group from Cork and there was a few other people from Ireland. And we all met together and we discussed how we prepared to come to Taisy, like our meetings and how often we met and what we did. And we also talked about like our own experiences and some a few people went up and explained the different pilgrimages they went on. And we just got a sense of like community because we were all Irish, and then we sang some Irish songs as well. And it was just really nice to see like other Irish groups and to see to hear about their experiences. Right, uh, it sounds like such a special experience, Kristen. It's a pity our listeners can't see the smile on your face. You know, it's brought a, a lovely serenity. Definitely, I can see it in your face. This experience. Cherry. Yeah, is there anything you'd like to say in conclusion, you know, before... Yeah, America actually just reminded me earlier that Teze being multi-denominational welcomes the recognition that it gets from the Christian churches. And they have welcomed the leaders of those churches. Several archbishops uh, of Can- Canterbury have been there. The patriarchs from the Eastern Orthodox churches have been there. Uh, John Paul II, as Pope, came to Teze in 1979. And that lovely phrase, which I, I look at, I just found exactly how to phrase it, because it's the one I dip into myself, because I go back to Teze throughout the year as well. And I think John Paul put it so beautifully when he says, one passes through Teze as one passes close to a spring of water. The traveller stops quenches his thirst and continues on his way. And I suppose if I was to look for a, a description of how I find Teze, that's how I find it. I grew up at a time at home when we had a spring of water and it was just my job to go to get the bucket of water every day. And I have a, a notion and a memory of the lovely metaphor that's there. That you, know, you got the, the cool water from the spring and a hot summer's day to drink it, it revived you and gave you a new sense of spirit. And that's what Teze does for me. Very nicely put, Sherry. And for any of our listeners who, who are, you know, um, um, taken by this interview and what you're saying, you know, is there an openness for other young people to go to Taser in the future? Yep, there is. Um, <laughs> every year, I think, you know, how long, like, I was asked, uh, I think after about two years or three years going, I was asked, how long will you keep doing this? And I kind of very quickly came back with the response, for as long as people want to go back. And that's been the case ever since and that's 29 years ago that that that, that um, we started this 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 adventure um so yes i mean i haven't come home with any feeling that that was the end by any means because i think the opposite is true at the moment we've have, we've have a number of people already enlisting to go next summer um so i have to start working at that now come mm-hmm. maybe next week or the week after and yes there is an opening yeah and i mean the first thursday of the month there's an openness to, to for people to come and join us for the prayer um, whether they're thinking of going to Teze or not, uh, that 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 uh, possibility is is always open and welcome is always there for anyone who wishes to come. But yes, we are kind of looking yeah. towards next year again. Yeah. So just reiterate then again the first Thursday the one from September. From yeah, well we actually we're actually next Thursday evening we're oh, actually right. we're back, okay, we're, back. Having a, we're having a reunion come the beginning okay. of next year. So, so next next Thursday evening and the first Thursday of every month at from seven forty five to eight thirty. Very good. Um, and I suppose those who know me know that it was good to kind of come for 
745. Yes, Jerry yeah, is very yeah, punctual. Yeah, I told punctual him to be here for a quarter to nine tonight. Yes. Nice and and also, I mean, yeah. you'll be definitely gone by 8.30. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, the first and 45 minutes, a little, little oasis. And we should just, in case we have any um, listeners from the West this evening who are yes. anxiously awaiting their own young people, maybe their grandchildren or their children, there is a pilgrimage of 38 young people, I think, gone from Kilrush Parish. And they're on their way back today. Yeah. So, we hope they've had a very pleasant week. A hot uh, week. Yeah, it was a hot week out there, uh, but but they had the well to, to drink from, as you put exactly. it there. Um, uh, thank you so much, all of you, for coming in and sharing your experiences of this very special place, um, Taze. Thank you, Doreen. Thank you, Kirsten. Thank you, Mark and Jerry. And thank you, Joanne. Just 19 minutes to 10 o'clock. That was some music there from Taze. And we're very grateful to uh, Father Jerry Carey and to the young people who travelled to Taze for coming in for that special interview there. We're all-